Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is the podcast all about slow living in a fast-paced world. I'm Brooke McCallery. My name is Ben McCallery. Welcome to episode, I'm going to say 236. Okay. Well, I'm going to say thank you. And we are into our May experiment. Yes, actually. I Officially started a couple of days ago Mm -hmm. and I'm pumped for it. So am I. The March experiment where we spent an hour in nature every day was so phenomenally transformative for me. And I feel like a lot of people took up that that challenge, that experiment, and really ran with it. Mm. I loved seeing how into it people are and and still are. Mm. I mean, every day I'm We are still into it. Well, we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just become really vital to me to, to spend time in nature every day. And I don't know, I feel like I'll look back on that month as a real turning point. Hopefully, I will also look back on this month as a turning point, albeit on a different kind of path. Level. Hmm. Yeah. So the experiment for May is all about daily creativity, as we mentioned in last week's hostful episode. Yes. If you listened to the end, you would have heard us talk a little bit about the the rules and the why and the, the how. But those that haven't, let's just spend one minute going through these really broad brush rules that we've got. Yeah, and we say rules like with quote, guidance notes. Air, yeah, yeah, air quote rules. Yeah. So essentially it is simply taking part in some kind of creative practice every day with no agenda attached to that creative practice. And I think for me, that's the really important part. Yeah. This is not making a painting by the end of 31 days. This is not. Could be. Uh, it absolutely could be, but you don't have to come out at the end of the month with a project that's finished or a passion that's been reignited or anything like that. It's simply encouraging us all to approach life and our time and the way we spend it and what we do with it with more of a creative lens. Yeah, exactly. So that can look a lot of different ways, and we're going to talk about that at the beginning of today's episode, how it might transpire in your day-to-day, but also what we're working on for our experiment, what maybe our hypothesis is, like how we think we might feel Mm. at the end of the month, but also some of the big themes that we want to explore because creativity is not necessarily at a glance super closely related to the idea of slow living. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I absolutely believe that it is and I want to talk about that in, I think in some, a minute. I agree because the re- research that I've done, wow, yeah. it's really close. It is. And I think it's really telling that at the end of the March experiment, that was kind of where we naturally felt drawn to. Yeah. You know, we spent the, the 60 minutes a day in nature and the benefits of that were phenomenal, much bigger and broader and more extraordinary than I expected. Transformational, yeah. Yep. Uh, but creativity was one of them. Mm. And really it felt like the natural next step for us to, to to kind of head into this part of slow living. And now we're in May and we're doing it. We are. So let's let's get into it. Let's do it. Let me start with this, and you touched on it really briefly, this hypothesis, Mm -hmm. right? Creativity is counterintuitive in today's society. In today's society, it's all about just in time. Mm. 
And I feel like that's sort of opposite to what we regard as slow living. Yeah. Where it's very intentional and it is thought and thoughtful and there's a process that you go through for everything. So I feel like creativity and slow marry quite a lot. I think I, I really think that that's the case. And I also, I'd kind of push back a little bit on your idea that creativity isn't something that we are encouraged to do. But I think the kind of creativity that I'd like to do this month is is definitely not something that people are kind of led to engage with. I mean, people are encouraged to be creative, but for an audience, like for frame a shot for Instagram, for example, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or make a really beautiful tile that you share on social media, you know, or like it needs to be output oriented okay. and audience audience oriented. Yeah. Whereas what I would love to be able to spend this month doing is creating for a different purpose, that purpose not necessarily being outward focused. Okay. You know, and, and really experiment and explore the impact that has on me as a person and the way I view the world and my focus and problem solving and self-awareness and all these other things because I really think that there's something fascinating that goes on when we choose to be creative. You hit on a theme there, problem solving. Is problem solving a form of creativity? Definitely. Okay. So I think that we do a lot of that in today's society. Right. I feel like we don't do enough of fundamental creationism, so that real like something brand new. Yeah, so you and I were talking about this before and you said we're never encouraged to just sit with thoughts and ideas and just marinate in them and kind of ruminate on them for days and weeks and months at a time. Like that kind of slow creative thought is not something that we are encouraged to do because, as you said, we've got to be moving quick. There's always a deadline for things and regardless of how creative we are, that deadline will influence our creative output. Right. So I think that there, like, there's layers at play here, aren't there? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say quickly, if you can hear traffic in the background as well, uh, I apologise. We're at a different rental at the moment in uh, in the Rockies and it's probably the first one that we've had that's had any, any through traffic at all. <laughs> it's pretty noisy here. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Great pizza shop across the road. So, you know, there, you know pros good and, and cons. Yeah, there's always a silver lining. Yeah. So... Uh, before I, I ask you a couple of questions, when we were thinking about doing this experiment, I kept on coming back to one of our favourite podcasters, Chris Hardwick, whose ethos, whose mantra of anyone that approaches him about how, how do I do this, what should I do, he's like, just do your thing, yeah. just create. Make a thing. Make your thing. Just go out and make it. And that's what I feel like that should be the bumper sticker message for this experiment. I like that you've shortened it. (laughs) It's a true bumper sticker message. So, yeah, just make your thing regardless of judgment or... Fear of judgment or... Fear of judgment or whatever, any outside influences. Take the time over the next couple of days, or maybe you've already attempted to do this, take the time to really think about what is something that you would you want to create? It's not whether you're good enough, whether you've done it before, whether you know how to, how what are to, the rules, or, yeah, yeah. any of that. Just throw all of that out the window. What's your passion? Mm. Okay, so the way I would encourage people to do this is think back to when you were a kid and 
what were the things that you would lose yourself in for hours? Okay, that's that's quite nice. You know, would you doodle? Would you paint? Would you like? Would you garden? Would you plant things? Would you make a fairy garden? Like, whatever it was, think back to that and see if there's still something there that you would like to explore. Yeah. I mean, you may already be someone who is creative. You may be a creative, like your work is a creative process. And by all means, use this to add more time for your work output yeah, if yeah, you want. Yeah. But I would really encourage you to think outside that box of work and, and creating a product for consumption necessarily and just make a thing because mm. that's what you want to do. Yeah. So what's, yeah. Okay, what is creativity? What does that look like? Creativity to me yes. means exploring a feeling Ooh. that you might have. Okay. So it's exploring like you're feeling particularly happy and then it's the output of that emotion. So expressing how do you, it? How do you express happiness in a way that is more than just living a life? You know, okay. what is it? And and it's manifesting that in, in your creativity as well. But this is, uh, yeah, going back to, I'll keep on circling back to what is cre- what is it we're asking people to do? Is it like every day we want you to p- make, you know, draw something or no, paint no, no, no. or so write or. So I think, I know we spent some time last episode, but if you could just revisit what it is we want people to to come along with us, yeah. you know, on this. So I'm imagining that there are going to be people listening to this now going, okay, that's nice, but one of two pushbacks towards us. I'm not a creative person or I don't have time. Mm. And I'd like by the end of today's episode to have nutted out both of those. Okay. So you're not a creative person. Okay, I accept that that's how you view yourself, but I don't buy it. Everyone has creativity, but it may not be of the painting, singing, piano playing variety. Everyone has the ability to think creatively, to view things through a different lens, to take things from a different perspective. And that to me is creativity too. Okay, so Brooke, I'm stuck. I am not creative, I'm not a painter, I'm not a writer, I don't work with my hands or anything like okay, that. Okay, do you like listening to music? Yeah. Okay, go and create some Spotify playlists. Okay. Or choose your music provider. I don't like music. You don't like music? What is wrong with you? My brother said that say that to me one day. I don't really like music. Just on the whole. How could you say just that? All music. Anyway. Okay, so moving on. What's something else? Think about another way that you can express yourself in a daily on a daily basis. You could get dressed in a creative way every day. Think outside the box. I mean, okay. gardening can be an act of creation. Mm-hmm. Cooking can be a creative practice if you go into it with the mindset of I'm creating something now, not I have to feed my family. Mm. You know, everything can become a creative process okay. if you want it to. Yep. You could be a terrible dancer and still dance for 15 minutes a day. Yeah. You could be a terrible singer like me and spend 15 minutes singing every day. Mustang Sally. Oh, don't. Please don't remind me. So, okay, so that that's, you know, the world is your oyster in terms of what we're asking yep. people to do. But you can also write and sing and yep. dance all and that paint other, and draw and sculpt obvious and knit creativity and stuff. So my question for you is why are we doing this? So what's it got to do with slow living? And I know you touched at the start of the episode about it, it felt like an obvious next step, but what is it? Like why, why is 
creating something so important for slow living? So the, for me, it's not it's not you, like you don't need to create daily in order to live slowly, but there are so many points of creative thinking, creative living and slow living that correlate. So many opportunities. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, it's chicken and the egg kind of thing. But for me, one of the biggest elements of slow living is paying attention. It's being mindful of what's happening around us. It's looking at the details. It's taking stock of your senses and being present. And creativity allows us to tap into those as well. I mean, for me, obviously, I'm always going to revert back to my experience as a writer because that's that's what I'll be doing for the majority of this time. I think writing and photography is the way I'll be okay. spending my experiment. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in that creative headspace, I can't help but view things in a different way. And slow living is much the same. When I'm feeling intentional about my attention and my time and my energies, I pay more attention. There's a lot of shins in that sentence. Yeah, that's okay though. Yeah. Also problem solving. I mean, slow living is countercultural because the world is fast, right? So that actually requires a lot of problem solving for people who want to live slow. There is, and everyone who's attempted this at some level will know that living slow is about shifting priorities and making room for things and saying no to things and letting go of things. That is problem solving. That is a combination of flexibility and rigidity, you know, figuring out what's important, figuring out what isn't. That is problem solving. And I think that creativity also allows us to focus on on problems in a different way. And for me, the other two are focus. I think that daily creative practice allows us, particularly one that we get into a groove in because we just because we enjoy it. It's like a single tasking. Exactly. Yeah. It's much like, you know, the passive and active mm-hmm. attention that we mm-hmm. dealt with in one of the episodes in uh, the March experiment. Mm-hmm. Focus, I think, comes when you are able to single task and but your your brain and your you I don't know, I feel like you get better at single tasking when you do it every day. And this could be your single tasking ritual. But the other one is self awareness. And I think that slow living, intentional living is all about knowing yourself as well and figuring out what your priorities are, what's important to you personally, how you operate, how you best operate, you know. And I think creativity helps us to to delve into that as well. So for me, that's where the two really do link connect beautifully. Let's talk about what we've put down as the theme for this episode. And it's all about inputs versus outputs. And We've got to be careful here about what our outputs are in, yes. re- in regards to the creation thing. Like, are we doing it? What What are we doing it for? Yeah, I mean, the plan is to to kind of delve into this idea of who we're being creative for in next week's episode in a really in depth way. But for me, the idea of inputs versus outputs is much more attached to the idea of time. So I said the second question or pushback people have for us listening to this is, "That's great, but I don't have time." This is where I would really encourage people to do a quick survey or stock take of their inputs, of the information they spend their days consuming, because some of those inputs actually help us to fuel creativity. Books, maybe interesting like podcasts or, you know, an audio book or something like that. But a lot of the information we consume 
social media, endless rounds of news websites, yeah. uh, magazines, TV, Netflix, a lot of these things, they are simply consumption of information. They don't really lead us anywhere. They don't lead us to to create in any kind of capacity. Yeah. So for me, it's about spending this month weighing up the consumption of information versus the creation of things as well. And that to me is where people are going to be able to find some time for this. Mm. It might only be 10 minutes a day. Mm. It might be an hour or it might just be a task. Like I will do one sketch every day. But I think that if you're Even really that's struggling. that's putting a, like a pretty hardcore output metric on it. Sure. But, yeah. you know, everyone's idea of creativity is different. Everyone's scope for that's creation when you is are, different. When you ask me, like, what's your definition of creativity, it's it's that emotion. It's yeah. like playing out that emotion of what it, and it could last for two minutes. Right. Or it could create a career. Yeah. <laughs> your next career. And a lot of the research that I'm doing, just being thinking about things creatively, I mean, that's how businesses start. Sure. That's how like ideas and, you know, the next big thing starts. And that's exciting. But I also don't want people to think that it needs to be that. You know what I mean? Like, so my suggestion on this idea of input versus output is just try and find one input, one channel of information that you are consuming every day and remove that for a month. So let's say you spend half an hour after dinner uh, on your phone scanning through your social media channels and you enjoy that, you know, yeah. you catch up with things, whatever. That might be the time that you have at your fingertips to do something creative mm-hmm. and just commit to making that input a creative output instead. Okay. You know, just That's try nice. and kind of view it as yeah. like a, a scale mm-hmm. and shifting things a little towards the the output maybe slightly further away from the the input heavy kind of side of things. Mm, That's really nice. I like that. All right. So I guess we need to talk about, we're only a couple of days into the experiment. Um, For those that are playing at home, you probably haven't started yet. But I guess let's talk about what we've done so far in the last couple of days Mm -hmm. that then we can sort of expand on as the month goes on. Because I think it's really interesting to see whether we stick with the one creative output or whether we do multiples. Yeah, and I, I'm actually fascinated to see whether whether I, I start to crave more as well. I know that when we did the March experiment, we set it for 60 minutes, but there were days where I could have spent 12 hours in nature just because the more time I spent out there, the more I wanted. And I'll be fascinated to see if that's the case with creativity. And I think that the key to that lies in the daily practice, not once a week, not whenever I can find time, but ma- like carving out 15 to 30 minutes a day yeah. for this, regardless of whether I want to or not. Mm. And I think really committing to making it a practice, much like meditation when I first started learning, I had to force myself to mm-hmm. sit and be still for 20 minutes a day and I didn't want to. So whether or not this will also be one of those things that rewards you with patience and perseverance, I believe it will, but I'll be really interested to see. So for me, I probably unsurprisingly am going and have the last two days uh, and plan on continuing to work on a new writing project, but it's a writing project that is for no other purpose than it's a story I want to tell. Mm. Not for an audience, not for a publisher, not for a blog, like none of those things at this stage. It's simply a story that came 
the seed of which came to me during our last experiment. Yeah. And it's something that I... You want to write. I want to write. You're just going to write. I have to write. Yeah. And that's it. But I mean, So what's, I, your, what's your output then? What's, what's it been? It's just sitting at my... It is sitting mm. at my notepad or computer. Yeah. Depends on the day. And putting down ideas for 30 minutes a day. Like that's... I think that I will do better in having some kind of boundary around it. Mm-hmm. It can be more, but I'd really like to commit to continuing to do 30 minutes a day on this one particular project and see, like, I'll just see. Mm-hmm. What about you? So for me, I feel like this experiment has started a little bit earlier and I'm just going to keep doing it. So for me, it's been creating, videoing and editing Videos. Okay. Yeah, videos that I've recorded. Yeah. I didn't say that right. No. Recording and editing videos. Okay. That's what it's been. And it's been so, like, fun. And I used to do this a lot and I'm just getting back to doing it and uploading it on Instagram. But And that's been the sort of output. But it's been so fun and so enjoyable. So what I like about what you're doing is that, like, yeah, there's a project that you kind of work towards, but you view the recording of video as much of a creative act as, as the, the editing. editing. Oh, totally. Yeah, in if fact, not more. I think it's more. Yeah. I think I've got to be very intentional when I'm when I am recording. Yeah. And yeah, that's you know playing with light and movement and all the rest yeah. of it, and making sure that I'm GTSing. Get the shot. Get the shot. So that's an extension that I'm going to play out this month, but it's not going to be the only thing. I want to write, mm-hmm. and I'm going to write for the slow post mm-hmm. committed to doing to doing more of that yeah and my career has been writing so it's so nice to write about me and things that, us and yeah. things that are influencing my life instead of putting words into other people's mouths yeah do you find that different um writing for creative purpose rather than writing i mean not to say that your work isn't creative but mm. it's it's there is a definite agenda and deadlines and you know Restrictions. Absolutely. There is restrictions. Yeah, well, there is. So it's easier for me to write like that because I can hide behind yeah. someone else because yeah. someone else saying it or someone else's words being published in a paper or whatever, whatever. So this is more, this is more me, and it's it's a little bit more intimidating. You feel a bit more vulnerable. A little bit because I know that people are going to read it and know that you're the one and who's that writing it's it. It's actually yeah. Ben McCallery, not someone else. Yeah, not client. Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's cool and I'm excited and I've spoken to you about my, you know, I want to write a book, but this will, this will tell me whether I can actually do it or not because it is, it's hard. It is hard, yeah. Really hard. Yeah. And I also think that that's, in, you've, you've got an interesting take on creativity in your work as opposed to building a creative practice because hmm. you your work is hmm. creative in that you write, you craft yeah, sentences. Yeah, I would not sentences. say that I'm a creative person at all. No. Yeah, so I find that there, there is a difference, isn't there? Yeah. I feel like this is what the whole purpose of this episode was, was for, to nut out that difference. Yeah. Your, your work may be creative work, but building a creative practice is a different thing. Mm. And I think that it's in the daily creative practice that we will unlock things that's what that's what i'm expecting to see but i don't i don't know do you think it'll unlock other creative things 
Almost definitely. All right. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Okay. So that's going to be fun and that'll, that'll, we'll see what that looks like yeah. in the weeks to come. I just want to talk really briefly before we wrap up about the whole family joining you in this creative experiment. Because that could actually be part of the, the pushback with time. You know, if you're at home with young family, like I don't have time yeah, to be creative. You spend it with them. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, if you work full time and you've got limited time to spend with your family on the weekend, whatever it may be, that can feel like an obstacle to creativity. But what would you encourage people to do? Well, I can only speak for myself and what's – because it's been on the top of my mind, right, like mm. being creative and having creative pursuits of whatever that, that is. And I've just let myself – you know, it could be anything – I'm trying to keep, you know, a lot of the inputs pretty opened at this stage. I don't want to close anything off. But anyway, so I say this because the kids, they've always asked me, like, let's do craft. Mm -hmm. And I have always used a bridging phrase of saying, that's great, we should do craft, but have you seen this thing? And, like, I just... I don't want to do craft. It's, so it was it's, never, your, it's never not, your jam. It's not my jam. I don't like that creative pursuit at all. Never liked it. Never did it though? Even as a kid, I don't think I ever liked it. Yeah, like I would have done it heaps of times. Okay. But I just felt like I never was good and it never was a creative thing. It was more like a, oh, like a drudgery. Like a chore almost. Okay. So anyway, our kids love it. They do. And recently, a couple of days ago, they said, Dad, we want to do some art. We want to do some craft. And I just said, with heavy bite marks on my tongue, <clears throat> let's do it. So I sat them, you know, set them all up. It's the preparation involved as well. Like clean up just, feels me. You know, and yeah, but having the clean up in the back of your mind needs to be. But I wanted to encourage it because they've seen me do creative stuff that they would never have seen me do, like videoing and all the rest of yep. it. So. I think it was important to let them let them know that I was like absolutely let's let's create something. Yeah. Yeah, I think just encourage the kids to to create alongside you. But the cleanup was awful. It, yeah. Just consider yourself lucky that we haven't brought any glitter on this trip. <laughs> I I I vacuumed glitter out of our floorboards for years and years and years. I uh yeah, I think that what I take from that is bring your kids along with you for the creative journey. If that's the only time or you've your got. partner. Yeah. Anyone. Of course. Yeah. Just bring people along with you. Like create alongside them. You don't have to do anything. It's not for them. You don't have to do it with them. But I've been writing in a notebook with this kind of this, this idea for a story in the back of my head and I've just been jotting stuff down. I've been sketching. I've been kind of mad professoring all over the place with this with no I have no framework for how it's meant to look I'm just doing what I think I have to do to get these ideas out but I do it around the kids and I talk to them about it I'm like so if you found yourself in this situation what would you do or mm. if I describe this person to you can you tell me what else you think you'd know about them just by knowing these and just kind of get them into this idea and I've, I've spoken to them about the idea that I might be writing a storybook but it's just for us you know yeah, yeah. and within about a week of talking about that, both of our kids have started writing their own books. Yeah, no, how cute is that? And both of them have been interested in creating videos for their cousins back at home as well. Yeah, so that's true, yeah. 
much like we often talk about, the best way to invite people into a new way of doing things is to show them what you're doing and show them the benefits that you're feeling. And for me, that's just excitement and fun and doing something new. And it possesses my mind when I'm awake, you know, mm. it's, it's, and the kids see that and they like that. So if that's something that you're struggling with, think about working alongside your kids, mm-hmm. set them up with their craft and you spend that time being creative. Similarly with your partner. I mean, if, if your partner wants to watch a Netflix show at night and that's the only time you've got, then sit with them, but you do your creative work for that 15, 20 minutes, whatever. And sometimes you know, it's a hockey match. And sometimes it is a hockey match. That's a good place to end today's episode. I mean, I, I hope that it's given a good overview of why I feel like creativity is important mm-hmm. through the lens of slow living. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like we've taught, we've spoken a lot with our hands in this have. episode. If there was a video, like uh, we're very, we're trying we're gesticulating to. gesticulating creatively. Yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. See, it's, I'm doing interpretive dance yeah. podcasting. To say we're passionate about this is an understatement because we really feel like there's something that I want to, I don't want to, but like I feel like fast forwarding to the end of May and just going, what is it that we've learned? Like yeah. how have we developed? How have we, what have we created? How are we different? The fun is in the excavation, though, I think. I know, I know. Ideas. Ideas. Slow down, Ben. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, If you want to check out our creative endeavours, you can follow Brooke on Instagram at Brooke McCallery. Mm -hmm. I'm Ben underscore McCallery on Instagram. Subscribe to the slow post, if you haven't already, to hear more of our ramblings. Yeah, so that's our weekly... E letter. It's like a yep. yeah, a little pen pal the situation from us. To Facebook. Basically, yeah. We put it in the inboxes of people who want to hear from us. So if that's you, head to slowyourhome.com slash slowpost, sign up, and you we will be in your inbox the very next day. Fridays it goes out. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Show notes for today's episode, slowyourhome.com slash two three six. Make your thing. Yeah, go make a thing. Let us know how uh, you go. Hashtag slow experiment. Have a good week. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass. Do you think it'll unlock other creative things like almost uncertainly whoa (laughs) almost uncertainly can we have that as like steph can that be the quote on instagram wow (laughs) happy creativeness what creativeness let me just say that again